Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. I'm Sophie and I'm back here with a new episode about a project that I did in school. So it's not like I always like to talk about school, but this is a very interesting project that I did. And, you know, like not a lot of interesting things has been have been happening in my life for the past several weeks because final exams are coming. They are next week. And, um, you know, like life has been very stressful and very boring. So, um, yeah, let's get started. So this project is a project that I did in my IBT class, my introduction to business and technology class. And um, it is called high school budget budget project basically what you're supposed to do is from the point of view of a high schooler you are going to create a monthly monthly budget for living alone by yourself and it is um we're doing this thing because we were working on technology okay working with your computer with technology and we were doing spreadsheets on Microsoft Excel. So uh, spreadsheets are like charts that you do on a computer. And Microsoft Excel, you, know, you guys all know Microsoft, right? It's like, um, you know, a pro, uh, it's like an application uh, made by Microsoft that you can find on your phone, your computer, and it's for making spreadsheets. Okay, so now I'm just gonna um, describe some of the elements of this project to you and um, some requirements that our teacher gave you uh, gave us. And from this project and my experience doing it, I will give you some summaries and some things I felt. So the first thing that our teacher gave us was the growth gross monthly pay which was two thousand and eight hundred dollars so the gross monthly pay is um your pay that your employer gives you without mm, any deductions any deductions any taxes none of that like it's your salary okay and then um you can't just take that home you have to have a bunch of taxes and insurance so first you have the social security, which is 3% of your salary, the state taxes, which are 15% of your salary, and the county's taxes, which are 1.5%, and then the dental insurance, you know, for your teeth, which is $75, and the health insurance, which is $15. So I think it's kind of interesting that, you know, the dental insurance is bigger than the health insurance, which... I did not expect. I thought that the health insurance will be much larger. But the dental insurance is actually five times bigger. Okay? And then the state taxes, as you can tell, is the largest. It's like $420. That's a lot paying to your state. Okay? And so um, after all these deductions, the things that I actually get to take home to spend on my own discretion is my net monthly pay. And that is $2,080 only take home pay. Okay, so the net income 
is what you actually get to spend and take home. Your gross income is like GDP, you know, gross domestic product. That is what you get paid from whoever pays you. Okay, so that is I had to put it into the spreadsheet for like this kind, this amount, and then I had dental insurance. Oh, sorry, not dental insurance. I had my expenses. Sorry, I was reading the wrong thing. Gosh, the, my expenses are the money that I spent. Okay, and then basically my expenses included. First, fifteen percent of my um net pay will go into my savings because our teacher requested that, <laughs> our teacher ordered that, and then our teacher was like, "Okay, now you need to find an apartment for yourself. You either rent a one room apartment for yourself, or you rent a two room apartment sharing with a roommate." And I thought, oh well, if you rent a room by yourself, then you have to pay for all these things on your own. And even though it's like one bedroom less, but compared to a two bedroom apartment, what is extra is basically a bedroom and a bathroom, right? But if I have um a two bedroom thing and I pay only half of it, that will be so much cheaper. So then, I chose. A two-bedroom apartment sharing with a roommate for six hundred and fifty-seven dollars and fifty cents. Okay, and I thought that is pretty cheap. Okay, that is not expensive at all. Although it's not that cheap either, but I found a very nice apartment、um, right around my area, and I really liked the structure. You know, like the two bedrooms were very separate on opposite ends of the. Apartment and the kitchen and stuff was in the middle, so it's like a very um congregated but also very separated and isolated apartment. And I really like that. Like you can have your individual space. Okay, and then of course you have a house. Well, if you want to go anywhere, then you need a an automobile, right? You need transportation. So I decided to get a car. Okay, and I got like a Mitsubishi Outlander, like twenty fourteen, some kind of model. Okay, and for my car pay, I had two hundred and twenty eight dollars per of、uh, for this month. Okay, there's like an an initial payment, and there's also like I think I'm financing my car. I can't really explain how that is. It's like you pay a certain amount every month for a certain um time period. So. That's what financing your car means, I guess. And then I spend only two to eight dollars. That's not that bad. And I found this web a、uh, car on this website called like CarMax or something, and it was pretty expensive, uh, pretty cheap. Um, it was second handed, like someone already used it before, but it was still pretty new. So then, after my car pay, I had my car insurance. Which is where I used one hundred and ninety nine dollars and seventy one seventy one cents for my car insurance. Notice how it's only like barely thirty dollars less than my car payment. So you know, insurance takes up so much of your expenses. I'm not even kidding. And for my insurance, um, I had to like apply for an insurance and get a quote. A quote is like uh a proof that oh I made a transaction, 
Okay, like or like I'm going to make a transaction. This is what my payment is going to look like. Our teacher, she wanted to make this very realistic, so she made all of us get our quotes for everything, all of our expenses. So that is not easy, and I so I had to apply for a quote um for my car insurance and like i got rejected once they were like i'm sorry but we don't provide insurance for you and i think it's because they think i'm not that reliable and that my credit is not going to be that good so then they were scared that they were going to waste money on me and that they were going to have a deficit right like they give me more than i give them money so then i decided to change my information because you know, like you gotta get smart. It's a, this is not actually applying for insurance. And then I got accepted. Woohoo! So then after car insurance, I had car gasoline. It's like there's this like thing called like EPA, like um for your state and stuff. You know, a lot of things. So in the end, I got my car gasoline that my a whole month, I will spend $101.45 on car gas, okay? And then it moves into, like, what I'm going to be doing in my home. Like, my internet, um, I went to AT&T, I think. I had $45, and it, I think it was, like, a package with my cable. Cable is, like, what you have for TV, you know, Netflix, etc., etc. I will spend $74.99 on cable. And then I have my phone payment for, you know, calling people. You know, my SIM card for texting and calling. I will spend $25 on that. I think that was also... Oh, that was T-Mobile, I think. Yeah, I think I went to T-Mobile. T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. And then I had my electricity, which is $35, my gas, which was $30, my water, which was $25. I think these amounts were like um, advised by my teacher. So that, that one's nice. I didn't have to like go find them. And then for clothes, you know, my monthly yoga, a high school girl always loves pretty clothes. And I think I got $30 for clothes, okay? And then um, what is left is just entertainment, like going to the movies, you know, going to maybe an amusement park, you know, that kind of stuff, going out to eat. That I will spend um, $30 on it. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot the most important thing, food. So I know I'm not going to be able to eat well on this amount, but I put $150 on it. Um, because my our teacher said it's the minimum amount you can use, but you can survive. So I was like, oh, well, I can survive, so why not use it? <laughs> and then, so that's what I came up, came up with. And then after I added all these amounts together, I had $1,918.65. It was pretty good because I had some leftovers, which were counted in my excess fat funds excess funds okay that was also another category it was like what i won't be using that i can you know use for something else yeah so that was 
basically all of my spreadsheet and besides our spreadsheets i already told you about the quotes like our teacher made us screenshot our computer screens for our quotes and then we put them into a microsoft word doc and then that's how she would see that oh what you're saying is reliable and it's realistic you know what's most important is realistic and then she made us put all the information into a pie chart you know like a pie chart I think you guys know what it is. It looks like a pie and there's different slices for each information. And I decorated it and made it look nice, made it look professional, like a high schooler's work. And that was basically it for my project and what it looked like. So the main lesson that I learned from this project is that life is hard when you're trying to live on your own. Okay, and there are a lot of complicated things to worry about, to contemplate, to consider and to weigh and to balance like which one is more suitable for you, which one stays in your budget, you know, and I think that connects to a very important cultural value of like American teens, they are relatively very independent and they, uh, I mean, that correlates to a lot of american cultures and values it's like oh i can't just rely rely on my parents i need to be independent i need to do what i can do you know and they um are very individualistic that is an american thing and they just want to try what they can do for themselves you know and to train themselves to survive in society an example of that would be you know a lot of 15 or 16 year old american teens they would go to um a part-time job or an internship and they um especially like a lot of people do tutoring nowadays you know online like that's what a lot of asians do and um they can go on this internship called w2 form internship and um it could be like um i actually get paid by this thing like my employer right and that is very good and it actually helps you on your college application since like um it is uh, where you actually get treated almost like a normal employee and the college you're applying to will be like oh i see that this person knows what they're doing you know, like they can be of con a great contributor to my school in the future since they have already experienced a lot of things. So high, they have a higher vision, etc., etc. Okay. So another thing that a lot of people do is become cashiers, cashiers. Sorry, I have no idea. I've always has, I've always had trouble saying that word cashier okay i think that's in french and a lot of um white people are cashiers since like all the asians go be the tutors and then yeah you know 
So um, another example that I have considered is that a lot of college students they take out student loans, and they um, do that because they their parents don't provide their college tuition. So well, like if your family is relatively financially affluent, then your parents might provide for your college tuition, but then they don't give you your like everyday kind of um fee, like kind of expenses, and you still have to earn that on your own. So a lot of people they take out college um, sorry, student loans, and it is actually the biggest kind of loans in the United States. Like student loans, meant the most people do student loans, and yeah, that's because they have to get their own money and pay for their own things, you know, and that's why a lot of people they have to pay their student loans all the time and they pay them off until they're like, I don't know, like. Forty, you know, a lot of people finish paying their student loans when they're forty for something, when they're like twenty two. Okay, and so you can see how important it is in America to be independent, all that kind of stuff. And American teens, they want to be better off on their own, and so they train themselves to blend into society as early as they can. And that is why a lot of Americans they are very hands on on a lot of things. You know they're very like handy, and um they are very organized and they know how to organize their own life and they are very good at self regulation. So that is one thing that I found and I learned from my project. So yeah, that's all we have today. Sorry guys, <gasps> I dropped my notebook. Okay. So 就是今天呢，跟大家分享的是一个我最近又是在我的那个，呃、um, ，IBT 课上面做的一个 project。这个项目呢，就是我们最近在那个 Microsoft 微软的这个 Excel 这个软件上面在做制造表格。然后呢，我们老师就给了我们这么一个项目，就是制造一个你一个月需要用的这么一个预算。然后呢，就是这个情景呢，就是你是一个。高中生，然后呢，在独立独自生活，然后呢，这个预算呢，呃，就是要在我们生活的每一个方面来计算，这么一个预算要把它给做出来。所以呢，我们这个预算呢，这个最初始的这么一个数额是这样的，就是我的啊，静还是啥呀？那个反正就是我的这个收入，然后这个收入呢是在任何的。呃，税呀，那个保险呀，那个从你的这个呃收入呃里面减出来之前，然后呢，我们老师告诉我们说，你的薪水是两千八，所以呢，就是所有人都得是用一个两千八的这么一个收入来这么计算，然后呢，我们就是经过了各种各样的那个社保呀，然后呢。呃，州里面的还有那个郡里面的税都减掉了以后呢，然后呢，再加上牙医保险还有普通的医疗保险，就只剩下两千
零八十块了，这个就是我的真正的可以用的收入，就是我想怎么花就怎么花。这个是应该是叫净收入吧？如果没有我没有记错的话，对吧？然后呢，剩下呢，我们就要计算这两千零八十块怎么花。啊，首先呢，你要存钱，对吧？咱们。亚裔都很喜欢存钱，然后呢，存百分之十五，就是存了三百一十二块。存完钱以后就要看，哎，我住哪儿啊？然后呢，所以就要租一个公寓。然后呢，这租公寓呢，本来是可以，呃，一个人租一个，嗯、呃，一个呃卧室的，或者呢，就是两个人分着，就是相当于是合租租个。两个卧室的，两室的，对吧？这个是这么说的话。然后呢，就是两室一厅的，然后一个是一室一厅的，是这么说的吧？然后呢，我就选了，因为我想啊，如果是两个卧室的话，那它只不过是多了一个卫卧室和一个洗手间而已。那我其实没多花多少钱，然后呢还能减半儿，所以呢，我就选了和一个。室友来合租，所以呢，我后来就只剩下六块六百五十七块零五毛了，对吧？然后完了呢，还要那个有个交通工具，对吧？然后呢，我选的是买一个车，然后呢，这个车的名牌子呢，中文我不知道叫啥，大家体谅一下啊。然后呢，反正呢，就是每个月花。两百二十八，然后呢，就是因为我买呢，我不会一次性支付，我要分期支付。然后呢，就是第一次先付很多，然后呢，每个月再都有，呃，就是再加上去叠加。所以呢，完了就是我的那个车的这么一个汽油，然后呢要花一百多。这个是要根据你的这个州里面，它有一个这个什么 EPA 指数，然后呢再要再乘以一个。油价还是怎么着？然后呢，最终得出这个一百零一块四十五。然后呢，完了就是我的汽车的保险。这个呢，其实是一个很刁钻的这么一个东西。因为呢，汽车保险它看的是你的个人的这个可信度。然后呢，就是比如说啊，是不是女的呀？是不是亚裔呀？因为大家知道，可能亚裔女生是开车开的最烂的那个一个群体了。所以呢，就是这个东西，我当时还被驳回了一次，就是我想要说啊，我想要你家的保险。然后呢，他就问我很多问题嘛，然后最后说对不起，但是我们不能给你提供保险。然后呢？这个就是汽车保险，后来呢就是什么水电煤气啊，然后呢那个网络的这么一个费用啊，电视机的费用啊，手机的这个通话费啊，然后呢完了就是衣服，然后呢完了就是那个娱乐，这些很多都是二十五、三十、三十五块，然后呢最后就是食物。呃，买吃的呢，其实我觉得这个肯定是吃不好的，但我只留了一百五十块，因为老师说那个死不了，所以呢，我就说啊，一百五十块，好啊，那就这么着。然后呢，我最后也就只剩下了一百六十一块，然后三毛五分，就这么一个数额。然后呢，这个就是可以花在。估计我如果是我的话，我就会花在吃的上面了呗，因为呢，就剩这么点钱了。所以呢，这次这么一个 project 是挺重大的这么一个项目。然后呢，我也学到了很多。然后呢，真的感觉，呃，最主要的一个
感触就是生活不易呀，就是那个又得去打工，又得要精打细算来抠抠缩缩的来支费支配，然后支付自己的所有的这些费用，真的是挺不容易的。<咳>然后呢，就是。呃，作为一个美国的青少年呢，他们很多，呃，美国的就是这种 teenagers 呀，他们都会选择去做一些兼职，像十五六岁的很多人就会去超市当收银员呀，这这种白人干的很多。然后呢，像亚裔呢，很多就是去当一些家教，然后呢，去给别人辅导数学呀、科学啊、英语啊、写作啊，等等等等。然后呢，很多人在高中期间就会弄一个叫 W 杠 two 的这么一个东西，然后这个 W 那个 two 呢，它就是一个呃一种实习，然后呢，它就是呃它不是一种实习，它就是一种那个呃雇佣者和那个雇工的这么一个关系，是这么说的吗？就是 employer 和 employee 的关系。然后呢，他就就是这个这个 W two 呢，就证明说你是真正会拿薪水的这么一个员工。然后呢，这种实习呢也很好，因为你基本上就是一个正规的员工了。然后，呃，这种社会经验呢，是在那个申请大学上面也是会有很大的帮助的。然后呢，最后一点就是。这么那个独立的美国高中生呢，后来变成大学生，那他们会怎么办呢？美国呢，最大的就是类别最广，然后呢，份额最大的一种贷款，不是房贷，不是车贷，是学生贷款，就是二十几岁、十十九岁到二十几岁贷的款。很多人，很多美国人会还到四十多才还完，因为为什么呢？不是所有的美国。家长都会给你支付你的大学学费，然后呢，有些条件相对来说比较好的家长呢，他们也不会支付你的生活费，这还是要自己兼职去挣的。所以呢，很多人就会因为还有美国的这个社会的价值观呀、啊，等等等等，就是比如说我要奋斗，我要实现我自己的呃美国梦，然后呢，所以很多人他们就会提前的去锻炼自己，去体验这个社会给你带来的。其实这个。做完了这么一整个预算，我是特别有成就感，因为突然觉得好像自己又长大了一点。所以呢，这个最好的成长的方式，其实就是莫过于去体验一把，对吧？然后呢，去真正了解他这个东西的不易和心酸。这样子的话，我们以后都会成长为很优秀的人，对吧？啊，今天呢就跟大家聊到这里了，我的。呃，高中预算的这么一个项目，那我们下周再见吧，拜。